Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back to another soul-driven episode. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Anna Hendricks. Spiritual Guide, Akashic Channel, your host, and I am just really excited to speak with you today. You know, it's been really a hot minute since I've been popping in and getting back into the podcast, and I'm just like, oh, I can't, I I can't wait. I have so much to say, and I really want this podcast to not be super long, but I'm sorry. My Mercury's in Scorpio. There's so much to share. (laughs) But first, let's just take a moment to enjoy the silence, the calm. (sighs) No beeping horns, no ambulances, no jets flying overhead, no people yelling at each other. Oh my gosh. If you are new to my podcast, you may or may not know that my partner and I just traded up the city for the mountains. And I got to tell you, the past, you know, two and a half years of trying to create podcasts, trying to record activations or meditations or whatever the heck I was trying to record while dealing with all of the noises of living downtown in the middle of a city has just been, well, it's been tough. And because I am extremely sensitive to sound, sound has been the one thing that I've really tried to get a handle on with my podcast. Sometimes it's it's gone, you know, pretty well, but you know, our our beautiful home was a historic home, gorgeous, you know, uh, wooden floors, high ceilings, all things that I absolutely love, but not conducive to great sound unless I wanted to literally record my podcast like speaking into a box which was not going to happen or like pile up my office with a bunch of things that weren't needed and that just wasn't going to happen either (laughs) so there was always a little bit of a echo and definitely some background noises and oh man the the monthly toolkits the activations I can't tell you I think it was I think it was maybe the first month or the second month I had to record it a couple of times because crazy things kept going by our house and I think there was a jet at one point and oh my gosh I was just like okay okay ready to ah. but now now we are situated in a cabin in the woods we are fully surrounded by trees and quiet quiet both my partner and I who enjoyed you know living downtown um we were both just like when we when we got here it was like this big exhale just for the silence of this area in the middle of all the mayhem which I'll be getting into after a bit (laughs) the number one thing that we were thankful for immediately was was the silence and and my partner was really not super happy about leaving the city I have you know lived in cities for a long time it's where I like to be in the middle of things I like being able to walk around and get places easily and not have to rely on a car and these sorts of things even though I've always had one um and (laughs) but in 2020 things really started shifting for me you know all that time alone at home I just realized like I want to be outside I grew up in the mountains and I love going on hikes and I like being out in nature and I love looking at animals and watching them just in their 
in their environment doing their thing. You know, I could waste an exorbitant amount of time watching birds. <laughs> I mean, just ridiculous. And it's been so cool here because um, as things are really starting to calm and I am really starting to be able to enjoy this space, enjoy this home and getting to know it more and we're getting more settled in. I mean, we've got deer herds that like come through our backyard very often. Uh, we went for a hike yesterday and it was just really cool. We we came up on a bunch of deer several different times, came home and there was a deer in our driveway. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's so nice. It's wonderful. It feels so good. And just being outside and you know, I had lunch on my front porch today and just listened to the breeze going through the trees. And <laughs> I know I'm sounding all super giddy and cliche and, and corny about it all. And believe me, I'm very, very, very thankful to be here because today's episode, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, really spawned out of just hands down the hardest moving life transition that I've ever gone through. And you have to know that I've lived all over the world. I have moved, I don't even know how many times, and I have never faced what I faced this time. It was so, so different and so just uh, hard to say the least. So with today's episode, my real intention is to talk with you about it being okay when we're not okay. And I know you've heard this before, but I want to go about it in a bit of a different way. And I really want to spend some time helping you to free yourself up when you get into these places in life. I want to validate you and I want to also assist you in, in helping to learn more, to prevent you from hurting yourself when you are down. Because it's already hard enough for us, you know what I mean? When we aren't okay, when we don't have that control, when we aren't capable of turning things around quickly. And what we usually end up doing is then turning it around on us and further attacking ourselves. So today we're going to talk about what happens when we're not okay. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, things that can happen within the body, just kind of how things happen. I'll definitely be sharing examples through my hellacious move. <laughs> um, and then I've got some good tips and reminders for you when you're not feeling okay. And these are not, you know, how to fix it, how to solve it type things, because this episode is really about understanding that it is okay to not be okay. When everything else tells us that it's not okay, when we're not okay. I know I'm going to get this so twisted. <laughs> you just wait. <laughs> I'm going to do my best, okay? <laughs> but my point is, is that we really, really need to let this sink in. That it's okay when we're not okay. So before we dive into that, I've got a couple of announcements for you. First of all, there's not going to be an Akashic Toolkit this month. I do not have the capacity. We are still settling in, still dealing with internet things. It's just, you know, we're, we're at nearly halfway marked through the month, and I just, I have to not carry this this month. So I'm sorry. Thank you for understanding. Not to worry. It will be back for November, and we're going to celebrate for November because November is my birthday month. And we're not going to talk about my age because we're just not going to at this very moment. I, I've got to get my mind right about that. Anyway, I digress. The second thing is, over the past several months, I've talked about on this podcast a lot, and the records have even channeled through the importance of simplification. And one of the things that have been like bouncing back and forth around in my head is that I don't also want to have social channels for my podcast. You know, the Facebook and the Instagram, I I have never really wanted to put time and effort into them, but I thought that, you know, I mean, I used to own a marketing agency, so it was like, this is what I have to do. And the thing is, is that I am going to, well, I've already shut these channels down, so I'm, I'm switching them to my personal channels and 
you know, because the thing is, is that growing two different types of brands or whatever, just, oh gosh, are you kidding me? Like, who wants to be on social media that much? <laughs> I don't. I really don't. And um, I definitely don't want to be doing that moving forward, you know, not a bit. So if you would like to continue getting updates about the podcast, come and hang out with me on my personal Instagram at Anna Hendricks. You'll find the link in the show notes. I would love to have you. And hey, I also share all kinds of personal things there, which for me is so much more interesting. You know, I have through the years, I have here and there every once in a while, I will follow a podcast on social media. And then I'm just bored. Because all they talk about is like, you know, the episodes. And I mean, I could get really creative if I wanted to. But the truth is, is that I don't have the bandwidth. And I don't want to. <laughs> um, I would rather share my life with you. I would rather share the real behind the scenes. I would rather, you know, talk about things in 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 more of a realistic way and sharing. The number one place to receive consistent updates about the podcast is always going to be my email list. And that is my hardcore community. That is, you know, that is where you want to be for first dibs on, you know, resources, promotions, podcast updates, all the things. So um, make sure to join the email list regardless. That way you'll get the notifications, right? Because um, we're, we're a busy world. And you can obviously, and I hope you do, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. <laughs> that helps me. And leave a review if you have been enjoying it. That definitely helps to get the podcast out there. Um, third, if you have not worked with me yet in the Akashic Records and you have been also going through a difficult time, if you are needing clarification on where you're at in life, you know, this could be associated with work, relationships, life purpose, you know, your intuitive gifts, spirituality, whatever the case may be, sign up, uh, book an Akashic reading with me. And you can use the code new beginning to receive 10% off. And last but not least, I am bringing back my monthly memberships. So they are currently available now, you can do four sessions for 444. Originally, they are $125 each. So this is a bit of a sale, actually, that's going on right now. Um, or you can do the four monthly memberships with two restorative Akashic sessions for $644. And in those Akashic... Ah, oh, wow. Totally just lost my words. <laughs> in those Akashic, Akashic sessions, we I will be working on supporting you in whatever it is that we are focusing on for the membership mentorships. Oh my gosh, can't speak. So this could be something like if you are wanting to, to learn how to read the Akashic Records, we could work on that. If you're wanting to deepen your practice with the Akashic Records, absolutely. Also reconnecting, healing your heart, um, strengthening your intuitive practice, you know, your relationship with your inner child, personal empowerment, alignment with your body, getting to know your guides. I mean, just honestly, endless things. And if this is of interest to you, reach out, contact me. I'm happy to share more with you. Make sure that it's a good fit. Okay, so let's dive into today's message. It's okay to not be okay. Let's just take a moment and really kind of think about that. It's okay to not be okay. What comes up for you? I ask this because I know, as I mentioned before, we've all heard this so many times, right? And I'm curious about what your reaction to it is. Because for so long, when I heard this, I was just like, uh-huh, yeah, I get it. I know, I know. But I got to tell you, it wasn't really until this move until like I felt like the ground was ripped out from under me that <laughs> and I did not in the midst of it until the end parts of it really realized that me not being okay was okay because it felt like my whole world was falling apart I really felt like I was going through you know some kind of dark night of the soul like everything was I mean 
the amount of fear that I was just covered in. I, I was just immersed in fear. It was, we'll get into it in a minute, but this idea, it's okay to not be okay, <laughs> was not okay in the midst of it. And the thing is, is that, you know, when we get into these moments where we are so out of control, and of course, you know, I mean, I, I've had my bad days and I've gone through difficult things before. It's, it's, I've gone through a lot of difficult things before. <laughs> um, as Joyce Meyer likes to say, my mess, your miracle. <laughs> but when we get down and we're not okay, we really want to beat ourselves up. You know, like, why can't I get it together? Why am I so mean? What's my problem? I can really lash out at the people around me when I am not doing well, if I'm not careful. Because I am such a external person. I'm very emotional. I'm intense. And I just kind of combust quite naturally. <laughs> as bubbly as I sound, you know, on this podcast, there's another side to that, you know, the shadow side, as they say in this industry, right? We've all heard that, the shadow side. And that's the intensity of me that's, oh my gosh, I don't want anyone to see. That's what I want to keep home. That's what I, you know, want to pretend doesn't exist. But is it ever there? Absolutely it is. And the thing is, is that it's our shadow and it's these sides of us and it's these parts of ourselves that we have to contend with, especially in moments when we are not okay. And that can be really, really difficult. And it's difficult not to turn on other people and even more so to turn on ourselves. Because the truth is, is that if we are turning on other people in our lives, it's simply just a reflection of what we're doing to ourselves, right? It's, 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 <laughs> it's the same thing that's happening internally. And we don't deserve that. We really, really don't. We're taught to be so many things and do so many things and act in such certain ways. And it's just, it doesn't take into account the fact that we're human, right? We have to really change this to really reset our perspective, our mentality about not being okay, especially in these times, because it truly is okay to not be okay. So my move, I'm going to just give you a few highlights because if I was to go into depth here, honestly, it would just sound like I'm complaining and <laughs> I'm sure I would get into that place of complaining in the midst of it. But I just kind of want to give you a bit of a taste here. So leading up to the move, I had decided to take you know, that that week off that we were moving off so that I could really spend a lot of time packing the majority of the things in our home were mine because I've, I've, you know, I've had multiple homes by myself before. So I just had a lot more stuff. And we had done some garage sales and donations and all the things, but I, I knew I needed that time. And my partner um, had taken off a couple of days before we were going to be moving. So we've moved a couple of times together before and things have always gone well. I'm not really sure. I can't remember exactly what the details were, but he was always able to be fully present with me in that. So we were able to knock out things together. But leading up to this move, it was very much me on my own because he was still working. And then on his end, he was working during the day and then trying to pack at night and trying to get ready at night. And you know, I was very stressed and trying to do all the things during the day. And he was, you know, trying to maintain during the day and then trying to do things at night. And it was just very stressful leading up to it. And then, of course, Hurricane Ian happened. And, you know, mind you, my my woes seem like absolutely nothing compared to to what happened, you know, with the folks in Florida, in Puerto Rico, the Dominican. I mean, like, <laughs> I understand that 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 my, my difficulties don't really compare, quite frankly, to those. But that doesn't negate 
how difficult things were for me or how relevant they were for me in those moments, right? We don't need to always compare what our situation is to others. In fact, that minimizes us and that further pushes us out of being okay with not being okay. Because what is happening for us in a moment is what is happening for us in a moment. And that is all right. Um, But Hurricane Ian happened and it, you know, we basically were loading the truck and trying to get things ready and cleaning house and doing all these different things. And um, I mean, it was just a train wreck in in rain, in in cold, in wind, in, (laughs) I mean, you know, try try packing a, a moving truck with like sideways rain coming in on your like most precious things, you know, uh, very frustrating. And we ended up leaving a day later, which was quite frankly fine because I got to hang with my nephew uh, for his birthday, which was wonderful. And we left on Saturday morning and well, Saturday we ended up leaving actually early afternoon by the time we did all of our things. But we got here to the mountains at about 7.30 that evening, but we didn't even make it to our place until about 12.30 that evening. There were so many different things that fell apart that had to be put back together that, I mean, like really, really difficult things. Like we were dealing with a trailer and because um, we had hauled my car and um, I mean, <laughs> I've never used a trailer like to put a vehicle on before when I've moved and neither had my partner and we arrived in the mountains the temperature was like 20 degrees colder you know kind of raining we were like out in this weather trying to detach this trailer trying to get it into a a good spot trying to it was crazy very not easy to do (laughs) um and you know because they were already closed u-haul was already uh, closed and then trying to get up to our place which was up here in the mountains and um we're like up a mountain and um zero uh connection zero anything so we would we came up the mountain had no signal, had to go back down the mountain, had to come back up. I mean, it was just like insanity. And then we finally get to our place and it's this like crazy vertical driveway that my car almost spun out on coming up because it's a manual and my partner had like stopped halfway up to like move all the branches and stuff and just so many different things. Then when we opened up the front door, there was this massive spider sitting there just like waiting like, what are you doing? Oh, you're here? Okay. And what's interesting about that spider is that um, I knew in that moment that there was that there was a spiritual connection to that for me, which I'll save that story for another time. But nonetheless was, I mean, I was so exhausted and just more than frustrated. I can't even tell you because, of course, that like – the amount of work that I had been doing all all of that week, I hadn't sat down once. I had I was like nonstop all day long, um, which I haven't been that active in a really long time. You know, I sit in front of a computer for a lot of my work, and quite frankly, my body really enjoyed all of the all of the um, activity. Like I love being active. It's always been the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur for me is having to sit in front of a computer because I love to be active. But I hadn't been that active. And so like my body wanted to go to sleep at nine o'clock like it normally does and was, you know, really difficult through several nights of being up much later and having to push through and get up early and think clearly and um, yeah, just all kinds of things. But, you know, our home, we get up here, we, we didn't have any service until we got to our house. I'm like hyperventilating, freaking out, thinking about work, thinking about life, thinking about how am I going to do this? And, you know, our internet is just, yeah, (laughs) this is a real, a real issue for the mountains. And I mean, just for instance, my landlord here at this place pays $170 for 100 gigs of internet 
per month. And that internet runs at a speed of like 100 megabytes per second, which I don't know if you know what that means. I sure as heck have not known what any of these things mean until being here, <laughs> but it's freaking slow, okay? Try watching a soccer game and it just spins and spins and starts and then spins and starts and spins. And I'm, yeah, completely freaking out. How am I going to work? How am I going to do this? Um, and it just, it just continued. That day, I mean... <laughs> That was just really the beginning of it. And it was literally just an obstacle course for things. One thing after another. It's like every little like step that we came to, there would be some sort of major issue attached to it. All kinds of things going wrong. All kinds of things to deal with. My, I found out um, the next day, the next morning, because we had to get up early. We had to unpack our truck to bring things in and then repack it and then try and get it out of our driveway, which our driveway, it took an hour and a half just to get it out because our driveway was like tiny and like so many crazy things that, you know, in, in the midst of, it, I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, what if we're not able to do this? How, who is going to help us? There's no one here to help us. Who's going to help us? And um, I found out that my dog had died and, you know, my, my dog was with me um, for eight years, my, my sweet little puppy, Monty, he's, um, probably one of the things on this planet that I have loved the most in my life. And when I decided to take my business abroad and start traveling and which was, you know, the reason I had become an entrepreneur, I realized that I couldn't just stay for my dog. And it was amazing because my best friend was like, I, I want to keep Monty. She, loved him and he she was one of the few people that he loved and um and it was just so perfect because she had this amazing family uh that he would stay with when she traveled and he loved them and I mean it was just it was perfect and through the years you know her and I have kept in touch and she's come and visited me I had really really wanted really hoped that I could go see him again before he passed away and he passed away very unexpectedly, just really randomly out of the blue. And when my partner shared with me what had happened, um, my best friend had left me a message to call her, but we had a million things to do that day with the truck and unloading and putting stuff in storage. And oh my gosh, I can't even. And my partner saw a post that she'd put on Facebook and he told me, and I just lost it. I just started crying um, because I didn't get to see him, you know? And so anyway, <laughs> I had to pull it together. I, I was, you know, I could only cry for a little bit because I had, I had to keep it together. And again, this, these things, like, I mean, we went to the storage place, the storage place didn't have our thing, they didn't have our reservation. So that took two hours. And then we didn't get the one we wanted. And then we didn't, I mean, just like, literally thing after thing after thing. And I mean, my my utmost total, total complete gratitude to my partner, who was just extraordinarily calm the entire time, just like, just managed things managed me you know when when I was crying and upset because I gotta tell you like throughout all of these different things like I was not holding it together I was not like <laughs> I, I was so tired and and when I get tired it's it's you know it's not fun um I've never been one to like super push myself I, I just there are things I'm capable of and there are things that I'm not you know, when I was in college and everyone would pull the one-nighters, I'd be like, all right, cool, I'm going to do it. And I would be up and then like by 2 a.m. I'm like, hey, ain't nothing worth this. I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, and it was such a gift to me. A friend of mine pointed this out that because my partner was really like in his masculine, I was able to truly be in my feminine. I was able to truly feel what I was feeling. I was able to truly go there. Because I've, you know, like I shared with you, I've, I've lived all over the world. I've transitioned and moved so many times. And it's always been basically seamless for me. 
And I always associated with that with like, this is perfect because this is meant to be, this is fully aligned. So in the midst of all of these things happening, it wasn't just like the exhaustion and the problems and the issues and, oh, hey, my my sweet dog passed away. But also like in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, did we make a mistake? Did we, was this not meant to be? Are we, are we pushing this too hard? Like, you know, all the while, like no internet, like, or little internet, like, am I going to be able to do my job? Well, I had this plan for this and I, I wanted to do this and I was going to launch this course and like, you know, just so, so much. And I'm, I'm telling you all of this because I really want to paint this picture for you of just, you know, <laughs> crap, you know, <laughs> like it was tough. And to be, to be like, you know, truthful about it, like, I'm built for tough. I've always been built for tough. And usually when things get tough, like I can stand up to the plate and I can handle it. And I'm usually on my own too. So like I have no choice, but this was not the case whatsoever about my situation. And so, you know, I lost it. I completely lost it. Every ugly part of me that (laughs) I may have not seen before came out and it was there was nothing I could do about it there's nothing I could hold like I couldn't bring myself to hold myself together my partner was like you know he was being the positive one he was like Anna I really think we're going through this tough time because we're making a a really good decision and I just like "Uh uh-huh like I was just mad Oh, I was so mad, so angry, like just like shaking my fist, just like, oh, no, (laughs) just not okay, you know, and at the same time, beating myself up so much like, gosh, Anna, why are you being like this? Why can't you get it together? Why are you so mean? Why are you acting like a child, you know, like a spoiled brat and just, But the thing is, is that we need to allow ourselves to fall apart sometimes because it helps us to experience our humanity. Societal rules, the world in which we grow up, right? They always tell us that we have to hold it together, that we're weak. You know, you're weak if you're a dude and you can't handle tough times or you're hysterical if you're a woman. But our feelings and our emotions are real. And oftentimes, and especially in these times, which is a huge part of why I wanted to share this, because in these times, we are going to be so tested. And we have to be kind to ourselves. You know, we have to really be kind to ourselves. Society wants to tell us how we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to feel. And if that, we're human. We are human. We are not perfect. We're not supposed to be. Perfection is boring. Nobody wants to hang out with a perfect person. No. (laughs) Nobody wants to work with a perfect person. Nobody wants to be around perfection. But that's what we're told we have to be. And we're, you know, we're, we're, we're made to think that something's wrong with us when we're not. When we're falling apart, which I got to tell you, like the human experience isn't just about like, oh, I want to be happy. That's one emotion out of the wide array of multitudes of different colors of emotions. And we're supposed to feel them. And we're supposed to allow ourselves to sink into them. And we're supposed to go there for any number of reasons, right? Different things happen for different reasons. Uh, There's no way I could cover all of that. You know, and I spoke with God about a bit of why this was happening. And, you know, this was in the midst of me driving from one place to another, like, you know, following this truck and through these mountain curvy roads. And, (laughs) you know, God was just like, Anna, You've been saying for so long that your life is just too comfortable, that you want challenges. Well, this is challenge. Here's a challenge for you. 
And I was just like, I don't want it. I don't want it. (laughs) Take it back. Take it back. (laughs) Make it easy. Make it easy. (laughs) But this moment was meant for me. I was meant to go through this because I have to tell you that towards the end of it, I really started realizing it's okay for me to be a mess. It's okay for me to be lost in fear. It's okay for me to be really concerned about all of these things that might come true. And that was even further validated in my partner who when I would share with him about, you know, how I was feeling, he was just like, I get it. I get it. I completely understand. And that was helpful for me, but it really took me, it took me a minute to realize like, it's okay for me to not have some happy ending to this or to, to not have all of the, the understandings of why this happened or like, you know, to be given some super divine reason necessarily. That's not really how the universe works, but like, dude, we sure want it to work that way. I want it to work this way. It's embarrassing for me to share all this stuff with you because I really want to be like, yeah, it was tough, but we're through it. And especially now that I'm starting to relax and and starting like I've really been trusting in a space of trust. And um, now it seems like, did it even happen? Like as I'm retelling it, I'm like, was it even that hard? (laughs) Or did I just make it that hard? You know, the Akashic Records told me something similar to God. I mean, it's just like, what the heck? And, but I needed, I needed to go through that space for myself. I needed to not be okay. And this was several, several days of not being okay. And again, I share this with you because I really believe that as we move forward collectively and on a personal level, we're going to be going through different transitions and they're going to be so different than anything else that we've that we've experienced before. And even if they aren't necessarily transitions, it's so important for us to really come into the understanding that it's okay for us to be a mess. It's okay for us to be a wreck. It doesn't diminish us in any way. It doesn't take away from our worth and our value. God loves us just as much. You know, our family and friends love us just as much. My amazing partner, I don't know how he can still like, like he didn't judge me for that. He didn't, you know, could I have been that kind? I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. Because I don't know. You know, I was I was tough. And yeah, he definitely like, he, he, he finally put his foot down and was just like, Anna, you're not, you're not being okay. You're not being nice. Like this, he asked me this question. He was like, how do you think it is for me to deal with you being like this? Something like that. And that was just like, boom. I needed to hear that. Because you know how it is when we get in these lower moments. Sometimes we can get carried away with them and they go on for too long. And the moaning and groaning and complaining needs to stop. And it's wonderful when we have people in our life who can help us put on the brakes, you know. But that's not necessarily what I'm talking about so much here. I'm just talking about learning how to be kinder to ourselves in these moments. Because I can guarantee you that if I had been kinder to myself, then I wouldn't have gotten to a place where my partner had to say something to me. I wouldn't have gotten that far and I would have been able to better manage what was going on. It was painful. It was like excruciatingly painful. I like suffered (laughs) and I'm not exaggerating, but it didn't have to be that way. If I had been kinder to myself in the meantime, it would have, it would have been better. In these tough times, know that it's just going to be okay to not be okay sometimes, you know. In your own life, you don't need to have it all together. You don't need to have it fully figured out. You don't need to any of those things. And no matter what someone says to you, it's okay to not be okay. So I've got a couple of reminders for you and then a couple of tips before rounding this up. So first of all, a few reminders. Number one... 
It's okay to feel like crap for no reason. These are tough times. We're releasing old patterns, wounds, we're healing, we're doing big, big work. If you are listening to this podcast, then you are doing big work and you don't even have a clue about it, especially if you're going through a tough time. But whether or not like you wake up in the morning one day and you just, you're not okay. That is 100% okay. You do not need a reason for it not to be okay. Number two, it is okay to cancel plans with no excuse or reason when you are not feeling okay. You do not need to feel like you are beholden to anybody else to follow through on things when you are not okay. It's important to take care of ourselves. And obviously I was in the midst of a move. Dear Lord, did I want to give up? <laughs> it's not that I wanted to stay where we were at because I definitely have, I've been wanting to leave for a while, but I just, I wanted to give up, but I had nowhere to go. So it was like, well, I can't give up. <laughs> um, but you know, if I had been going through a really difficult time and I have done this so many times before when, yeah, I'm just, gosh, I'm having like a day or two when I'm just not okay and I will cancel plans. And that's what I need to do for myself. And that's what you need to do for you too. You don't need to have some grand reason. If you don't want to do it and you need to take care of yourself, please do. Number three, it is okay to self-soothe with things that aren't necessarily great for us. What I mean by this is maybe like binging on some TV, maybe eating some sugary things. Um, You know what I mean? Like it is okay. It's okay sometimes. And... Obviously, you know, all things are in proportion. We, we don't want to get out of whack with that. But like, we don't need to beat ourselves up about it either. The whole week that I was, you know, working on the house, preparing things by myself before we left leading up to those few days, I was doing a really good job of taking care of myself. And that was on purpose. I was like eating foods that were like nourishing to my body that would give me energy because I was so active. I 100% needed it. I was really trying to stay away from sugars and, you know, things that I knew would make me tired. And, um, but when we were kind of like finally got into our house, man, like the sugar happened. (laughs) Carlos got me a big box of milk duds. Um, (laughs) we got some, gosh, what did we get? I don't even remember now. I told Carlos, I was like, we're gonna have to detox. It's so funny, too, because, like, my body is actually, it didn't ever, like, it didn't ever react the way that it normally does when I eat sugar. I think my body was just like, okay, we're, we're okay. <laughs> All this to say, it's okay to self-soothe with the things that maybe we don't give ourselves the opportunity to self-soothe with when we're not okay. And then, finally, it is okay if nobody understands, all right? That's just, nobody needs to understand. Nobody, nobody. And this jumps right into my very first tip for you. And these are just tips when you're not okay. Number one, don't seek validation because you may not get it. This is really about validating yourself. You know, I am so fortunate in that my partner was able to be understanding with me, but I have been in situations before where nobody understands or no one was around. And honestly, I think that these moments, again, are about learning how to love ourselves when, when we're not okay, when we can't fix it, when we can't control it, when we can't change it, switch it up, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, that validation must come from you. You know, you must say, and this is my second tip. This is something that I share with my clients often in, in my, my mentorships this phrase, of course, write it down, use it. It will help you not beat yourself up. When you are feeling down, when you are feeling low, of course, of course, I'm exhausted today. Yesterday was a tough day. I went through whatever. Of course, this person triggered me. They triggered me because of X, Y, and Z. Of course, this thing is upsetting. It doesn't make me feel good. Of course, just try saying this to yourself. I guarantee you it will make you feel better. Mind you, I was not thinking these things in the midst of 
certainly not the first week and a half of all the all the madness. Um, but I will be using this list moving forward. <laughs> Three, find ways to release your emotions if you can. You know, and, and when I say that, I mean, you don't need to fix when you're not okay. But if you have pent up emotions, cry. Don't hold back. Cry. Crying is one of the most beautiful things that we can do for ourselves. We release so much when we cry. You know, when I found out about my puppy and I, I cried, that was really the beginning of the release of all of the tension and anger and frustration that I had built up in my body. And yeah, there was definitely a lot more, but like, I needed to cry. I needed to. I like fully broke down last Thursday. I think last Thursday was like my big cry when I just lost it <laughs> with the internet and all the things that we've been going through <laughs> the past week and a half. And I just, you know, man, did I feel good afterwards? Oh, I felt so much better. You know, we, we detoxify our body when we cry. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful release. So don't hold back, you know, um, we were moving, so I didn't have an opportunity to express my anger through my body, which I have talked about in previous episodes, um, how to heal with anger, which is a life-changing practice. I'll be sure to include that link to that podcast. But, you know, release energy whenever you can, because that's just going to help you, again, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. Because after I cried, I was just like, of course I'm so stressed because of x y and z of course I feel this way because if you know whatever like I had a lot of compassion for myself in that moment I needed that and so many times when we're not feeling okay it's because we've got a lot of stuck energy in our body number four if you are really down and you need to pull it together for a while Try to gain perspective on your situation. So when things were really tough with the move, especially the first couple of days, I was purposefully going and looking at photos of what was happening in Florida to remind myself like, yo, Anna, your hard is hard, but their hard is way harder. It could be worse. You could be dealing with this. Your home could be gone. You're, you know what I mean? And that was helpful for me. It truly helped me to get through it. And honestly, I feel so silly saying that now because, of course, thinking in my mind about comparing those two is just <laughs> crazy town because there's no comparison. But at the time, that didn't, you know, like my emotions were real. My feelings were, were felt. <laughs> but do yourself a favor to try and get perspective on your situation, you know. Maybe talk to a friend. Talk to, you know, one of the things I really love to do um, – when I am just not having a good day and, and this is just me not having a good day or if I find out news and this is an entrepreneurial hack um, that I have used so that I don't lose my entire day after getting bad news or, you know, especially in the early years of my owning my own business when I would, you know, have a client decide not to sign with me or something like that. I, I would, oh, I would get really bummed because I had worked really hard for them. And so... Um, I had to find ways in which to turn my mood around really quick. And I learned that by calling someone I love and just focusing the conversation on them and really being there for them and, and not even like like calling someone who's got an issue, just like being there for them, whatever would happen in that conversation, they would end up sharing something with me that would give me better perspective in regards to what was going on in my life and help me to return to thankfulness and gratitude, which, you know, again, this is all in a effort to be kinder to ourselves. So if you're seriously beating yourself up, perspective is a really, really wonderful thing that can help you get back to center. And then finally, remember that you are loved. You are so, 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 so loved. Please surround yourself by people that you love. Surround yourself by people who can make you feel loved, who can give you a hug, even if they don't understand what you're going through at all. You know, like just 
you are loved. God loves you. Your guides love you. Like you are surrounded by love at all times. You literally have angels around you. You are never alone. You are never alone. And it doesn't mean matter how mean and awful and horrible you are. You are loved. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. We're in these bodies for a reason. We're here to experience things, experience our emotions. You know, angels, they, they don't experience the wide range of emotions that we do, nor do other beings that are, you know, that are guys and whatnot. That's why, like, being a human is such a kind of a coveted thing in, in the higher realms because we get to come down here and feel all the things. And, yeah, it's not easy, but <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Because I don't know about you, but hands down have some of the most amazing things in my life come through difficult times. Come on the other side of me just not being okay. And out of this situation for me and, and this move, my big takeaway is that I have to love myself more. I have to be intentional about how I take care of myself when I'm not okay. And I hope that everything that I've shared with you today offers you the same and offers you ways in which you can do this for yourself. Because if we can be kinder to ourselves in these moments, just think about what would happen in this world, you know, really. People lashing out at people only happens because they're lashing out at themselves. It is literally just a reflection of what they're doing to themselves. We're all here to learn how to love ourselves. Like, that's just part of it. And some of us, that is more pronounced than others. I am sending you so much love. This is all that I have for you today. Thank you for hanging out with me for this long if you're still here. <laughs> This was not a story. This was not an episode for me to pump this out fast. But thank you so much. I have missed you. I will be back for weekly episodes. I will start doing the Friday episodes next week. And yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. Just really excited. I pray this serves. Again, send you so much love. If you were inspired today by today's episode, Please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Share it with someone who could use this right now. I think this is definitely going to be an episode to tag and keep for later. Be sure to sign up for the email list for podcast updates, helpful resources. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, we'll benefit.